0: What's up, guys? This is episode three of season three of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. As always, this is presented by our new presenting sponsor, WTH Cattle Company. Um, We've got a week one recap, as always. Uh, We've got a a Mount Rushmore that you guys are going to love of female sideline reporters. We've got corner conversations, as always, um, to break down the weekend shenanigans. Uh, We've got the week two boom and bust players. Uh, the waiver winner of the week and your game of the week. Uh, we've also got a Coach's Corner segment, and that is going to be joined by none other than first time guest Zach Romines, who is the coach of the Bad Boys. We hope you guys love the show, and we know you will. As always, this podcast is brought to you by WTH Cattle Company. WTH is a locally sourced and owned cattle ranch that is committed to providing you with the best cuts of Black Angus beef. Whether you're looking for some nice T-bones for a lovely date night with the missus or some burgers for the tailgate, WTH has you covered. Uh, this latest round of processed beef, it'll be ready in late spring of 2022. So if you're looking to stock up with farm fresh beef, then look no further than WTH Cattle Company. For details, contact Clay and tell them that we sent you. All right, welcome in to week three of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. We've got another great show for you guys playing today. Uh, we've got a special guest on Coach's Corner, Zach Romines. He'll be stopping by later in the show. Uh, so I know we look forward to that. But uh, week one takes. How you feeling, Easton? How you feeling about your team?
1: I feel uh, d- uh, decent. Um, I had I didn't know OBJ was going to be out, so obviously I took a zero there because I didn't keep up with that. Um, but other than that, Russell Wilson had a great week. Miles Sanders played pretty well for me. Darren Waller is a stud. Uh, and I put up 115 without playing a flex guy. So I That's probably good. would have been over 120 or around 120 if I had played a flex guy. So losing to you, put up 143. If, so if your opponent puts up 143, you're probably going to lose.
0: Yeah, that would have that definitely been a harder pill to swallow if you lost that game and I had put up, like, 118 or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: At that point, I would have felt a little bad and guilty about that win, but – I would have called Stefanski and said, why are we <laughs> uh, announcing players that are out a half hour before the game? <laughs> yeah. People got stuff to do.
0: Yeah, I was sitting at a bar watching the game or watching all the, like, the, the early games – and saw the alert come across my phone, and then I checked, and I was like, "I think Easton's playing me in that, playing him in that league." And I looked, and I was like, "Sure enough, he is." And I was like, "Do I tell him? Do I not?" I was like, "Well, eh, surely I'll no. change it and figure it out." Then the next time I checked, my fantasy was like six o'clock, and he was still in. I was like, huh, well, I guess that was kind of convenient."
1: Yeah, don't tell me. I wouldn't have told you, so I don't blame <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> All fair <clears throat> But yeah, yeah I, I, overall'm I'm not I'm not, too, I'm not gonna put a whole lot into it I scored over 100 if I had laid an egg like uh, Clay at with 97 every but only one not over a 100. Yeah what the hell man
0: we spent all last week talking up your team about how oh this might be Clay's year and here you go and score what 97
1: points Yeah well he's starting I, this is this may be a hot take. Lamar Jackson. He can't throw it. He, no, he, he can't. He he's, he doesn't have a very good arm. So when he's and he fumbled twice. So obviously he's gonna he's gonna get you some good fantasy value. But you're not when he plays against a team with a good run defense. Oh yeah, and that's able to bottle him up when and, it's not you know, the Raiders. Yeah, when they're gonna make Lamar beat him with his arm, he's not gonna beat him with his arm. No, absolutely not. Like people, especially
0: people that have are more defensively inclined, which is literally every other team in the league, minus the Raiders and the Jaguars. Like they're, they're going to figure out how to stop them because Tyson Williams, no disrespect to him. He's not going to beat every other team in the league and be able to run through a wide open hole. Like they did against the Raiders. So. And I'm telling you,
1: I'm, I'm not going to give a whole lot of credit to Daniel because if I'm looking at that score, Daniel Tyree Hill put up 36 points. Daniel won by 28. His start, He started Matt Ryan like it's still 2012. <laughs> and he got a whole six points. That's going to be consi- – who's, who's his quarterback on his uh, – uh, Oh, what fam- the heck are you starting – Okay. That's Famous Jameis, baby. He started Matt Ryan over Famous Jameis? Dude. That's racist. Yeah. That,
0: that's that got to be racist.
1: You got to be kidding. How did you not – how did you think Matt Ryan was going to put up more than Famous Jameis? <laughs> Jameis Winston's good.
2: Dude,
0: you know what? I am so here for all the Jameis Winston content we're gonna get this year. Did you see the the video of him post-game and the interview that they're asking? No, yeah, oh, of like, course I did Jameis. What what fueled you today? He said, Well, my trainer, he always said, Oh, what did he say? What did he, he say? He we he just told us we gotta be
1: prepared. He just said to be prepared. <laughs> That was great. He's uh, a good interview. Caleb, uh, Caleb actually texted me that interview. That was that was good. I, I hope I hope he has he may be the Mike Leach of, of the NFL.
0: Oh, Oh one hundred percent. Did uh
1: so did Caleb get his rocks
0: off being back and on a uh, Sunday night football to see Lisa Salters?
1: Uh she's Monday night football, isn't she. Oh, I don't know why I was thinking she was Sunday night. No, I'm sure I'm sure Oh, there it's Michelle Tafoya. Some, I'm that's... sure there's some I'm just going to say I'm sure there's some lotion stains on his couch. <laughs> From Monday. <laughs> lotion stains. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh
0: it's Michelle Tafoya, that's who it is. It's On Sunday night.
1: Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't hold a candle to Lisa. Not at all. Lisa's just got those big
0: broad shoulders that Caleb just swoons for and of course she's got the nice, she's got the nicest melanin. Mel, no, nah, yeah, melanin. She's got the the nice shade of melanin in
1: her skin, brings out the the darker hues in her skin. You know, she's just she's very tan. Also, she's very
0: just, very tan.
1: She's just stunning. Some might say she is black. Some might say she's a black. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I'm. I mean, if you look at you look at some of the people that that they claim are good-looking sideline reporters. People talk about Aaron Andrews. People talk about Holly Saunders. Whatever. I'm taking Lisa. No, heart- no
0: heart- hate to Aaron Andrews. Her time's kind of past her. She's probably in, like, her mid-40s now. You can kind of start to see the age now. 10-year-old Seth up to, like, 18-year-old Seth. He, I mean, now Seth would still – he would still treat her to uh, – a. A nice <laughs> date.
1: And- <laughs> I knew I knew what you wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make a smash. I, I love it. WTH Cattle doesn't care what we say on no. this. When we were when we were had when we had our old sponsor, we had to be a little bit more careful, yeah. but we're not gonna lose our cattle company.
0: But uh who's the who's the Mount Rushmore of like hot sideline announcers?
1: I like Holly Saunders. She's the one that dated Cliff Kingsbury for a while. Ah, She Uh, is good. I I really like Samantha Ponder. Oh, I
0: love me Samantha Ponder. Who's –
1: there's the – Molly
0: McGrath. She's the new one that's on ESPN.
1: Yeah, she's good looking. Her her name's kind of unattractive, McGrath.
0: Yeah, if she had Molly something else, then that'd be better. But
1: Because Molly gives off semi –
0: Hot girl vibes, semi, she's like kind of a sleazy stripper, but some,
1: those two meet in between, so. You said stripper and Preston perked up. <laughs> Preston loves the strippers, you didn't hear it from me.
0: <laughs> oh, anyway, this just popped in my head. So this weekend, uh, we had like a team building activity for uh, like all the, like the management team at work. Is this our campus corner segment? It can be. I mean, there was a lot that went on that night. We were at, there was a lady that was at the bar. It was, she was the bartender up in the suites and we had a suite, a suite for the, uh, the Louisville bats game, which is like the triple a team for the reds. And, uh, the lady, she was like, she was bartending against our drinks and everything. And we found out that her name, what was her name? Uh, It wasn't, it was Misery. That was what her name was. That's a stripper. Yeah. She was very rotund. Uh, Okay. Maybe not. One of our, like our maintenance manager came up to her and he was like, wait, is that like your stage name? And she looked, she's (laughs) like, yeah, I was a stripper like four years ago. Of course. And we're like uh, (laughs) four years ago and like 400 pounds ago.
1: Yeah, she's, she was she must be the Eddie Lacy of Struikers. Oh, push. she was massive. Like, you could
0: have put her at left tackle uh, for OU that next day. She would have been just fine. Yeah, she would have held her own up there. Oh, absolutely. She would, she had a nice low center of gravity. She could have done a real nice kick slide, one that Coach Svorak
1: would have been proud of. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure you'd like to see her in a three-point stance. Oh, yeah.
0: But then after that, I think we went to another bar – I got kicked. Well, we all got kicked out, <laughs> <laughs> cut off at one bar because we wouldn't stop drinking. And then <laughs> I've never heard of that. I, yeah, I know. They were, On Campus a,
1: Corner, they don't give a darn.
0: I uh, know. A group of 14 of us got cut off. Oh. And then we walked like two blocks away where they had a DJ and like a dance floor. That there was like 10 people at and I tried to get. I started off the night trying to get the guy to play Plain Jane or uh, the first day out by T. Grizzly.
1: Yeah, you. Yeah, you get off to that song. Oh,
0: I get my rocks off to that song. I
1: remember on the bachelor party, you standing up on the boat doing your dance while you're singing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: we go, or the guy was like, "Oh, we don't have that on on this thing." I'm like, "Really? You don't?" I was like, "Cause you got Spotify open right now, and that's what you're DJing with." Yeah, and he said he's like well I, I can't just it's like I don't want to play that song and I'm like all right whatever so I kept on coming back to him kept on asking him <laughs> if he would play playing Jay and he wouldn't and so finally the last time they turned the lights on and I yelled play Slop on my knob <laughs> and then we got told to leave
1: ah I know I guess you were already it was already over anyway but
0: yeah which was weird that was the earliest closing time I've ever seen in Kentucky we got kicked maybe it was just it was a blur,
1: but it was like one thirty. it felt like. But then I went and I remember a time on Campus Corner when the lights came on. We were in Logie's, <laughs> and you had, an, you had an adult beverage in your hand. And uh, you were walking towards the exits, and somebody made a comment and said, Seth, I don't think you're allowed to take that out on the street. And you, you pulled us aside and said, it's okay. They're going to let me take it out. And then a bouncer overheard that. And he goes, no, we won't. No, we won't. And Seth looks at us and says, okay, I'm not taking it out. <laughs> the problem was I had bought like four of
0: those pitchers for, cause that was the night that I had won like $90 at the casino. And I was telling everybody I won a lot of money. It's all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That may have happened at sugars. Yeah, I think it did. I did happen at sugars. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: we had only got like one and a half of them down. I was like, well, we're not letting this beer go to waste. And <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good times. R- R- I miss R- it. So, but uh, I guess that's a – Back, to, I, back I to football. I guess i ask you, did any any crazy cor- corner stories happen this weekend? Uh, the corner was pretty benign. Really? You uh, but... won the night game and full crowd?
1: Yeah. Uh, but – before the game, we kind of tailgated. I had we probably had twenty five people over at the apartment complex. We had a big uh, die tournament.
0: Was it was it a bunch of people you guys knew or just random people? Like, no, no, it, it
1: was all, it was all people we knew. Like uh, uh, some some girls who live in an apartment here. We got all them over uh, Drew they, Garrett's crew. Are they toddies? There was some there was some good looking oh. women out there. There was some good looking. Now, Coach Jacob had uh this girl that he had went on a couple dates with and uh and brought her and she brought three of her friends and that's when this story's born because Whoa. one of the friends she took was she's in law school oh and believe uh she she's got she she has a nice body she wasn't very she's she was butter, a butterface <laughs> but she was an absolute Oh, I mean, she, it, it was, that's the thing. You can't be ugly and be a bleep. And she wouldn't shut up. She would not stop talking, playing stack cup, playing die. Always had a complaint. She was just talking nonstop. And I looked at her and I said, Haley, I don't <laughs> think we'd get along that well. And she goes, she goes, Oh, do you think that I care what your opinion is? Do you think I care what a man's opinion is? Oh, not a feminazi. And a little bit later, we're standing over there uh, off to the side, and she comes up and she goes, "So why don't you think we get along?" And I was like, oh, oh, "Okay." So don't she cared act, about don't, your opinion. Don't act like you don't care, and then come over here and ask why. I can tell it hurt a little bit. That's why I said it. <laughs> and so, anyway, we had a long discussion. We got into politics. Uh, we didn't agree. Spoiler alert! <laughs> really, I can't imagine. Now, But uh, we left the conversation both understanding that we weren't going to change each other's minds and that we were both very (laughs) strong-willed. So I I ended up having respect for her, and she probably didn't have any for me. But she did care about my opinion.
0: (laughs) Or made you think she cared.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. So that's my story. I I looked at her. i never had met her before that day. And I said, I don't think we'd get along (laughs) too well.
0: How does Jacob manage to attract... Whether I know this wasn't the girl that was with him, but every girl that he brings around, or her posse, are all bleeding heart liberals, and that is one of the most conservative people I know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he voted for JB. No, but he didn't. Yeah, he did. Y'all no. asked about that this weekend.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I don't have a problem with a registered Democrat voting Democrat because that's what they're there to do. I have a problem. With Jacob Co- Jacob Coach Fields, who talks
1: trash on Biden every chance he
0: gets to be voting for Biden. Now,
1: I can't he wait. Did, for this. He, now he was still with Emma when he voted for Biden. I think now he's he's found his. Voice. No, they had already. Oh, you're right. They were broken in November. Up. They were still together. Yeah. But anyway, and then also along those same lines, I see on Facebook, Presto, Preston Garrett, one of the people in our league currently sitting 1 and0 scoring 112 and still winning <laughs> I see him on Facebook on a crusade against the unvaccinated <laughs>
0: he's a he's a big uh, a big vax Nazi apparently
1: and uh... now now this is adding more fuel to the fire that when he missed camp in 2020. I'm just gonna say it, Presto. I think you were scared. I don't think it was a company policy. I think Presto is just he he didn't like that there wasn't gonna be mask worn, there wasn't <laughs> tests available. I'm calling you out, Presto, we're setting up for a for a big fantasy matchup between the two oh. of us. This is personal.
0: Oh baby, you just you just set my game of the week.
1: This is this is freedom of choice versus government mandates. <laughs> That's what I'm making this about.
0: Oh man.
1: I should I should get Kirk Cousins on my team to be my mascot.
0: <laughs> oh yes, I I love it. That just just stoked the fire. It's going to make for such an entertaining yeah. matchup.
1: Bring it on, Preston! I can't wait for our next uh, Buffalo Wild Wings trip. Oh
0: man, I thought you were, I thought you said you played uh, Preston this week. He he plays. Oh uh...
1: no 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 no! I just mean the next. Time oh just, man. The whatever best... that is. Oh well, I guess I can. I can tell you. Let's see. Yeah, you play. I got Presto in Week Nine. It's going to be a long time, but don't worry. Uh, I, I'll still remember those comments. I'll still remember those comments. <laughs> we're, we're stoking the rivalry now. I love you, Presto. I love you, but <laughs> mandates do not work.
0: <laughs> um. But I guess we've gone on enough of a tangent. I guess we can yeah. get we can get into some fantasy football talk now. I know this is what you guys all came to hear. You didn't. You didn't come to hear our color commentary. You came to hear the football, or did you?
1: No, they came to hear us talk. They, they did. said our Caleb said our banter was elite. They want to hear us talk about everything. It's on, the,
0: it's on the same category as Pardon My Take and the Pat McAfee Show.
1: Yeah, we're for the brand here. For the brand, baby. WTH cattle backs all of our views.
0: They do. WTH go grab your
1: go grab your cattle or reserve your beef today. It'll be ready in a year. When it's time to butcher Lizzo, I I wanna I want a slice of that Dude,
0: That's gotta be some of the best tasting beef ever if it's that if it's that fat and juicy. I say we serve Lizzo at the banquet. Oh, that would be phenomenal. Just
1: get filet mignons, get some get some uh, tomahawks from her. Dwight Shroot was developing a system where you could take cuts of meat from the animal without actually killing it.
0: <laughs> Just remove a rib at a time.
1: Yeah. I like it. PETA would hate it.
0: (laughs) But anyways, uh, (laughs) we've got a a lot of good stuff this week. Uh, As always, there's going to be the players that boom, the players that bust, the players that just build you up, and the players that just tear you
1: the frick down. Who you got as your boom player of the week? Okay, my boom player of the week this week, you go first. I'm pulling it up. Go ahead. Who's your boom player of the week?
0: So I've got Najee Harris this week. I, uh, okay. I he saw 100% of the snap share in week one for the Steelers at running back. Um, he only averaged like three yards a carry. Granted, it was against a bad, uh, it was against the Buffalo Bills team, which isn't the greatest against the run, but I mean, the Bills, you always think of them having a pretty tough defense. Um, but he was targeted four or five times, but Ben could never seem to put it on him whenever he threw it to him. So he didn't have – I think he only had one or two catches and ended the game with like five points. But anyways, I think with the amount of workload he gets, there he's going to end up bouncing out and having a good week. They're playing the Las Vegas Raiders this week, who – The Raiders. The, the Raiders are 26th and a uh, points allowed to running backs. So which granted that's only week one, but it's still the Raiders. They let a guy who was in street clothes a week ago put up like a hundred yards on him. So I've got I've got no problem riding with Najee as uh, as my boom player of the week.
1: Okay. I like that. I have my boom player of the week is Baltimore Ravens wide receiver, Sammy Watkins.
2: Talk going against him. the
1: Chiefs. Going against the Chiefs this week. Had a good week last year. He always looks good the first few weeks of the season and then falls off. I like him playing against his former team. Somehow the Chiefs are seventh in pass defense. I don't know how that is because I and watch they, Chiefs game and they just people oh. pick us apart. I have Sammy Watkins getting at least 15 points this week. We'll we'll revisit Ooh. that. I got him I got him getting fifteen. The
0: bold prediction of the week.
1: He catches a touchdown. Oh. Who, who's he got to compete with? Hollywood and Mandrews?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there's not a there's there's really not a whole lot to compete with. I mean Mandrews is great. Hollywood, he's so inconsistent that
1: you never know. He yeah. he'll, he'll complain if he doesn't get the ball.
0: I know, but then he'll get the ball thrown to him and
1: drop it four times. He doesn't have great hands. I love him. I know, know you got it, but I, Sammy Watkins, we'll revisit this. I think he's going to have at least 15 points,
0: 15 points. And you said, oh, do you have a, do you have a catch total? Is it's like three catches for, for, or, or are we just saying he's going to have like a hundred yards on five catches? I got him. I think he's going to score 16 points. Okay. I got him
1: with four catches for 60 something yards and a touchdown.
0: That's a, that's a good week. You can win with that.
1: Absolutely. Start whoever's got Sammy Watkins, start him. Yes. You will uh, be disappointed.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Now for the ones that will tear your heart out, the busts of the week. Now I'm going to go with – it was kind of tough to choose between these guys. They're both on the same team. And I don't know if you can count one of them as a bust player when it's the second game ever. But I feel like given where he was drafted this year, like, if you don't perform in your, like, in your first two games, then you're it's labeled a bust until you play good. But anyways, I had kind of two guys that I was thinking of. I was thinking of James Robinson, the running back for the Jags, and then Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence I'm going to hold off on because he's, again, still playing the Broncos' defense, and so that's going to be a tough defense for him to go out and do anything against. If he couldn't move the ball against the Texans – he's sure as hell not going to move it against the Broncos defense. Who, Granted, it was the Giants. They looked pretty stout on Sunday. Um, but James Robinson is my bust of the week because given where he would have been drafted, he was a top 25 player um, heading into this year. He was, I believe he was projected, for, I have been in another league, he was projected 14 going into last week. And now I think he's projected – let's see, I'll just pull up Team Johnson. He yes. is – he somehow is projected 12 points this week. I think that's just because they don't want to regress him too far yet. But they're playing the Broncos defense, who after one week is number one against the rush. I think they averaged like – or they allowed like 2.5 yards a carry and only had like – only gave up like 40 yards on the ground. So –
1: you okay, aren't, you aren't
0: going to make much up on that.
1: No, I like the Broncos' defense. I trust Fangio. Yeah,
0: I don't really trust the him to make good decisions there,
1: for the team, but for the defense, he can make all the decisions he wants. What Fangio's one and zero. He's got a few Snickers in his fanny pack. He's hey, on Sunday. Hey, this is his first win in September since he's been a head coach. So kudos. You to got him. it really? Oh wow! Yeah. Congrats to Vic. He's saving his job. Uh,
0: congrats, Victor.
1: You think, you think he's keeping his job for a while? Get back to me in week eight, and we'll see where we're at. Okay, Elway. I could tell we, Elway was probably – Elway being a former quarterback, probably ready to pull the plug on a defensive guy.
0: Yeah, but he's hired defensive guys the last, like, five years we've had coaches. So, I don't know.
1: But Vance Elway's Joseph actually, and Fangio back-to-back have been uh, defensive guys.
0: Elway's not even really a decision maker for the Broncos anymore. They hired a, they hired a, a GM that was like an assistant GM in Minnesota. He's still he's still technically a figurehead, but I don't think he makes as much of the decisions anymore. He probably still has a big say though. Oh, just oh yeah, I'm sure he does. He's the the best player in franchise history. Other than Peyton. Well, the thing is, <laughs> I would agree. Peyton's the best player. But in franchise history, no. Elway was there for like 18 years as opposed to five for Peyton. Well, so. and he was way better
1: than what Peyton was for the Broncos. Yeah. That's,
0: outside of that year, they did set all those records.
1: So when he had Julius Thomas and Demarius Thomas, and, and
0: uh, Eric Decker and Wes Welker, we had Eric,
1: De- Eric Decker. More importantly, they had Jesse James Decker. Yes. On the Sideline supporting.
0: Yes. And that's I think that's as good a good luck charm as any.
1: Yeah, you need her back. Just have, just hire uh, Eric Decker in the front office, so she'll still be at the games.
0: <laughs> I know it's all good. We've got, uh, we've got Drew
1: Locke's girlfriend. She has a smoke show. Yeah, used to be. It used to be Clark Hunt's daughter. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He did good there. Gracie, I think is it. Her oh name? yeah, he did well there. You when you listen to football's finest, you're gonna get half football, half women. <laughs> We're a podcast for the people. I know. We know our audience. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Anyway. So
1: my, my my best player of the week is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's who's ripping your
0: heart out this week?
1: Yeah, as a Chiefs fan, too. He's going to do it in two ways. And I'm glad <laughs> because I'm playing against Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, so that's great. I just saw Daniel has him. Uh, he's going against a tough Ravens uh, run defense, uh, and I just truly don't know how – he had nine points last week.
0: Yeah. Uh. I just don't know. Yeah, against a, against a Browns defense that we're still really not sure how good their defense is. They were terrible last year. They say they've made improvements, but how, how much improved are they?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, But anyway, he's he's my best player of the week. I can get behind that. Clyde edwards helaire will bust. Sammy Watkins will go for 16. You heard it here first, Bolts.
0: And now it is time... For our waiver winner of the week, who is going to win you a game this week that you are going to pick up on the waiver wire? Do you have yours ready?
1: Yeah, I got it. All right, go for it, big dog. Now, he's still on the he's still on the waiver wire, so I'm not going to double down on him. Guys, Sammy Watkins on the waiver wire. Do I have to go get him?
0: <laughs> you might am have gonna, to.
1: Am I going to have to do this? Anyway, I have uh, my waiver wire player of the week is Russell Gage. I think that he's back – missed the first week. He's back this week. Uh, I don't necessarily trust Matt Ryan that much, but Tampa Bay's pass defense is last in the league right now. And they just right. lost a
0: corner that broke her. they He, like, broke his arm, didn't he, week one or some something like that?
1: Yeah, he's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 messed won't up. he won't be back. Uh, and, and so I just think that this could be a good matchup for Russell Gage, who is kind of the guy in Atlanta. Now, I don't know how – big of a honor that is to be the guy. But uh,
0: uh you're, you're forgetting about Calvin Ridley unless he's out.
1: Oh no, Cal okay. Yeah. Now, I like that better. I like Russell yeah. Gage better now because Calvin Ridley's gonna draw whoever Tampa Bay still has at corners.
0: So And then anybody else's leftover is gonna be going to the freaking H or Kyle Pitts. So that opens up Russell Gage yet even more.
1: Yeah, I love this I'm going to go get him right now as we're talking I'm getting him right now. <laughs> I'm adding him. You talked you talked yourself into him. You can check the receipts. Yeah.
0: So, I am going to go with Tony Pollard as my waiver winner of the week. Just watching the game last week and how little the Cowboys use Zeke, it it's kind of mind-boggling that he like that he's not even on a roster, but it's even crazier to think like Tony Pollard got more touches. They used him in the air more when Zeke is, was. He what I mean, was one of the things that set him apart and made him such a good fantasy back was his ability to be a pass catching back. They threw two balls to him and he had like five yards receiving, had like four and a half yards rushing. It seemed like I mean he was abysmal. He's he's explosive on the ground though. Oh, you're talking about Tony Pollard or Zeke? Yeah,
1: no, yeah, Tony. Pollard. Oh,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got yeah. he got way more touches, and he like he looked he just clearly looked like the better back on uh, on Thursday last week. And that's the thing I don't see I don't see them throwing the ball 50 times a game this year. Like they've got a well, I don't know, but I would, wouldn't say that they've got a decent O line. It's not the Cowboys O line of old. But I think that they're gonna. It's a lot more of a two back system that people want to get give them credit for. And Tony Pollard is hands down the receiving back now in that backfield. So, if you're in a pinch at running back, say you're starting
1: James Robinson this week, go
0: give Tony Pollard a look. He might give he might help you out.
1: I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like the Tony. I really like that. One. I like that better than Russell Gage. Oh, Even really? Russell Gage going to go. Yeah, I love. I love the Tony. But yeah, because he looked really. I watched that game. He looked really, really good. He did. He,
0: he looked smooth. looked crisp.
1: I was watching it with Team Beer and Sigs himself. Caleb Brown at at Buffalo Wild Wings. We had a good time.
0: Oh, uh, it's always a good time. Do you guys get the dessert pizza or dessert nachos?
1: Uh, we got the uh the little dessert not the well they don't sell the the. The big portion of dessert nachos, they sell oh. it in individual portions now. But it's still good. It's still really oh. good, and it's only, like, $4.
0: Oh, that's even better. Pretty good deal. Because before it was, like, $12, bucks, was not it, or something like that?
1: Yeah, it was expensive. But when everybody when everybody shared it, it came out to about the same. Yeah, but now you don't have to share it. You just get your own portion. Here's the segment. NFL head coach of the week.
0: Coach of the week?
1: Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Mine's a, going – this is where we're I, going to have some disagreements. I, Mine's going to the man himself, Jonathan Gruden.
0: I already knew you were going to say that. Well, you know I love him. <laughs> and,
1: you, you get and your rock How genius was that faking like he, he can't find the kicker to go kick the game-winning field goal on second down? Genius to, to try to win the game on second down. Everybody knew he wasn't going to do it. <laughs> he go. He takes the penalty. He sees something. He knows that the that, 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 that safety and corner are on the same level. He knows you can get a natural pick. And he just wants to go ahead and win the game with a touch with a Derek Carr exclamation point touchdown. <laughs> Nothing like counting on Derek Carr of all people, Derek Carr, baby. Uh, and and also, I mean, people hating on Gruden in Tampa Bay. Mike Tomlin coached under John Gruden. He's been a successful head coach. Yeah, but his biggest prize, Sean McVay, was an analyst for him.
0: Oh, what I, I forgot about yeah. that. That was like yeah. He had that job when he was like 24, didn't he? That was like his first job straight out of college.
1: Sean McVay self-proclaims that Gruden was his mentor. Wow.
0: That's a – yeah, you got you got a strong case for Coach of the Week right there. I'm going to have to go with – I'm more doing this for my love affair with Kyler Murray, but – Cliff, baby. Cliff Kingsbury, coaching for his life. Year three, the pressure's mountain. You've got all these expectations now you've got a formidable defense, you've got a great quarterback, probably top top 5 talent in the league in terms of quarterbacks go. And I don't even think that's like an I don't think that's an overreaction or an overstatement. I just he's probably the I would love to see him and Lamar race one on one cuz I think Kyler's faster than Lamar.
1: I thought you were going to say Cliff. I was like, "I think Lamar would beat Cliff."
0: <laughs> but he's got great receivers they got D-Hop, they got A.J. Green, they've got, granted, A.J. Green's a shell of himself, but still, it's A.J. Green. They've got Larry Fitz, whenever he wants to show up. I, they must give him, like, a senior discount. Uh, Is got, he still on the team? Yeah, I don't think he retired.
1: I don't think he played this week, but I don't think he retired. Hey, got get Larry Fitz out there. Clay will pick him up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Claire Garrick won. Garrick uh, will pick
1: him up, drop him, pick him up, drop him, and then pick him up again. <laughs>
0: You hot stop and stop back up again.
1: You never done blow before.
0: (laughs) Um, But, anyways, they've got like, they've got Chase Edmonds. They've got a better O line now. Their defense is finally starting to come to its own. Like I said, they got Chandler Jones and uh, Isaiah Simmons. They're finally starting to become what they should. And he finally coached his anus off and beat the hell out of the Titans, who people were picking as like, Potential Super Bowl dark horses. So yeah. mind you, that was on the road too. Beating a team thirty eight thirteen on the road is nothing to sneeze at. So Absolutely. Yeah. Now granted the Titans can't the Ki- Titans can't stop a soul. So I guess that's also who could be a boom potential every week. Just whoever whoever's playing the Titans. Everybody just throw everybody out there. But
1: are you are you giving up on the Titans already?
0: No, that's they just one? they just have no defense at all. They, and that's
1: weird because Vrabel is a defensive guy.
0: Yeah, they made the idiotic decision to, to trade their first and second-round pick away instead of drafting defensive guys for Julio, who's been washed for two and a half years.
1: Yeah, he didn't have a great week, did he? He caught no. one ball.
0: He, Yeah, that was a, a little rough. Um, I guess one last segment before we bring our, our special guest on to Coach's Corner. Who do you have as your game of the week?
1: Uh, okay. Do you have yours ready?
0: Uh, let's see. I'm gonna have to go with the former roommates. We've got not because it's a good fantasy matchup, but because if Garrick beats Preston, there will be lots of talk in the chat, lots of lots of uh, charcuterie talk. And yeah, that'll be a good game. It's one twenty to one twelve projections right now, so Preston's probably gonna like just rape him but it's always it's always a fun matchup it's like watching OU Texas if one team's bad and one team's good it's still going to
1: be a good game yeah it's it's a 1-0 team versus an O 0-1 team and the uh 1-0 team put up 112 last week and the 0-1 team put up 107 so it's pretty pretty
0: yeah. even you there so
1: pretty crappy but pretty pretty
0: close <laughs> never said it had to be a good game it just has to be an a game
1: Right, <laughs> I have uh, a potentially good game this week. I have the Bad Boys against Team Osage. Is back. They've been back for like three years. Pp and Marcy's been over now for like three seasons, <laughs> but they're they're still back. And uh, both one and zero. Team Osage put up one forty one last week. The Bad Boys put up one thirty four. Uh, two pretty good teams going at it.
0: Yeah, that's a that'll be a good little matchup there. Wow. Projected one twenty eight. That's incredible.
1: Is that Zach? Yeah. And yeah.
0: Scott's projected one twenty six. That's just
1: that's phenomenal. Yeah, Kirk and the boys are definitely gonna be there.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Kirk you're gonna have the bear, whatever his name is, Chris Falica. Chris Chris Fowler? No, well there's Chris Fowler, but then uh Chris Falica, I think, is the the bear. That's the guy that – Oh, that's – I
1: just know him as the bear. Okay. He has
0: the projections on game day. It took me a minute to remember his name, but – which it'd be interesting to go back and see how right he is on those on those spread picks because I feel like he's not right very often. He's just giving bad gambling advice out on
1: 9 a.m. to drunk college students. And he's kind of gonna... like, like the Frank the Tank of game day. How, what Frank the Tank is to Barstool Sports – Yes It's kind of They're kind of similar He's kind of like A mascot for him
0: Speaking of Frank the Tank Have you ever seen Like the size Of that man's foo paw
1: Oh he's going to die In the next
0: three <laughs> years <laughs> He so is not unhealthy. healthy No But everywhere he goes He takes pictures Of all these hot cheerleaders And they know exactly Who he is Yeah He's he's raw dogging whenever That's saying, Whenever you're famous And fat That's when the girls Like you whenever, I heard when It's I whenever you when, Fat that they don't
1: I heard from a former president one time that when you're famous, they let you do it.
0: They let you do it. But uh, Anyway,
1: is that, is that it for our segment before we bring on Zach?
0: Yeah, I think that wraps it up. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll send it over to the Coach's Corner. Uh, we hope you enjoy what Zach has to say. All right. Coach's Corner is brought to you by E78 Fitness Performance. Whether you're Tyreek Hill and you're just trying to shave that extra tenth off your 40 time, Maybe you're Josh Giddy and you just need to bulk up so you're out of the NBA in six months. Thanks, Presty. Or maybe you're Jody Brown, and you're just trying to shed that beer gut and gain a little extra speed that'll give you what you need to chase down Garrick with an axe. Whatever your fitness needs are, Zach and E78 have you covered. At $40 a session or 12 prepaid sessions for $400, you're not going to find a better personal training program that's better suited for you. Zach is certified as the best in the business, and he's got the football's finest seal of approval. Contact him today for more
1: details for all your fitness needs.
2: What's up, my guy? What's going on, Zach? Not hey. a whole lot, man. It's been a hey, long uh, time. It has been a long time. First things first, congratulations are in order. Congrats oh. on the.
0: Oh, thank you. I... Uh, it was a long time coming. I felt like I was getting uh getting the shaft for a couple months, but <laughs> really, they finally uh, they finally pulled through. They uh, the way it worked was like the program I was in. Uh, I like rotate through all like different departments we have in our plant, and I had been in engineering for I don't know since the first of March. Well, our engineer had gotten promoted back in July, and they they had posted the the job like a month later <clears throat> i had applied for it and everything but i was doing the job since like june pretty much so i was there basically in cheap labor having but it's all good
2: <clears throat> but also okay, can, congr- can you repeat the last like 10 seconds because i after the engineer got promoted because i had to reconnect
0: oh you're good um but yeah i after the engineer got promoted i was basically doing the entire job of the actual engineer, only getting paid (laughs) a much lower salary. So I was I was I was getting the shaft to say the least. But yeah, that sounds horrible. It's all good now. So I'm getting okay getting getting good money for it. So yeah, yeah. And congrats are in order for you. I'm I'm really disappointed I couldn't make it to the wedding. And I also gotta say, oh that's right. Congrats on the sex.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I got to have it once and, and, you know, here we are. So a a blissful feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. it's a how's married line? Man, you know, it's uh, it's not bad. Like, uh, you know, there's someone to come home to every night. It's, I kind of took the advice that people give you, marry your best friend and, and, Mm -hmm. and things are good. So Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been an adjustment just because you can't do whatever you want all the time, or not do. Yeah. It's more. It's more the things you don't want to do that you can put off.
0: Oh yeah. That like
2: you just can't put off once you're married. Oh, like, I got gotcha. you. Things just have to get done. Yeah. But you
0: can't. Just, you can't just be a lazy ass all the time anymore. Exactly. Yeah, I can't oh. live
2: in squalor as much squalor anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, is she a good but,
0: cook. Is she like? What What's home life like?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So she. Right now, she is a good cook, and, she, like, she made some uh, Alfredo pasta tonight with oh, some chicken. baby. But I'd say, like, since she, she commutes to Tulsa and works, so I'd say, like, half the time I try to get dinner ready, half the time she'll get dinner ready, or, and we'll, like, help each other out with the prep or whatever. Okay. And then we eat out quite a bit. But oh. We're trying to eat out a little less and save a little more. So I, I definitely feel
0: that. I'm a... For sure. I'm trying to save up to buy a new truck, and spend, mm-hmm. it makes it easier now. I've got more money flowing in, but mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> definitely I'll. a lot of times I'll come up from work. If I don't go work out, which it's been a little bit since I have, but uh, – mm-hmm. I'll go and take a nap. Wake up, and I'll have like food laid out and everything to make dinner. I'll wake up at seven thirty, be like, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling that today."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Chick fil A's yeah. right down the street. Exactly. Yeah, I can get my gains with Chick fil A just <laughs> fine. Yeah. Oh. oh, dude, when I was especially when I was single, there was no way I was going to be cooking dinner most nights. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I will say, like, it's fine, you know, and and especially if you're not breaking the bank, like, it's fine. But I do feel better now that I'm cooking. Yeah, it's almost just like less oil. you know, even oh, if you're going wow, to a restaurant it, yeah. that like uses real food, they still, like, put so much oil and butter in things. And, yeah, because they got to taste
0: good. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get you addicted. Uh, Chick-fil-A <laughs> is the
2: master of it.
0: Oh, I know. those, <laughs> hey, But those calories don't count. Those are going to the Lord. <laughs>
2: For so. sure. Yeah, those are Jesus <laughs> calories. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess speaking of gains and calories, how's training going? It's going pretty good. Uh, been. It's kind of funny how it's happened because I, you know, obviously, like, I I'm a personal trainer. I'm a strength coach. That's, that's yeah. like what I do and, and I'm good at, but I, I have been doing tennis stuff and like helped out at Hillcrest this summer mm-hmm. with the tennis clinics. And uh, so I've actually gotten more tennis students than personal training clients like right now. So, and like I'm assistant coaching at Bartlesville. Yeah. Um, so I got to know their head coach and he gives lessons to people during the summer, but he teaches during the school year. Okay. So, there's a couple of his students that, like, I'm teaching tennis, and then a couple just, like, yeah. random who's people the, that found me. Who's the tennis coach now? It's Brian Reese. You know him? Because I know he helped out with football, like, one year.
0: But Brian he might have been gone by then. Yeah, there. the name of it ringing a He's not the same one
2: that was there whenever, like, Daniel and Robert were playing tennis, was it? No, I think they had uh... a... <clears throat> Oh, I'm going to blank on the name, but he's at Dewey now. And then there was a dude yeah. named Jeff Burke who did it. day. Over at Day. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, he's a, he's a super cool guy. I uh, really like him. And then did you get to meet, was Coach England like helping out with the freshman team while you were at Bartlesville?
0: Uh, I'm not sure, but the, that name does. Sound Nathan familiar. England. Yeah, yeah. That name sounds familiar. Wait a minute. Hold he, up.
2: He, I think I, my dad might have used to work with him. That uh, yeah, that is possible. He was my football coach at Wesleyan, and then he oh,
0: he left okay. after
2: I graduated, and he, now he coaches the freshman team at Bartlesville, and then he helps out like with the defense, I think, a little bit. Okay. But he's okay. also an assistant tennis coach. Okay. He's super cool. Doesn't know anything about tennis, but he's super cool. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about it. <laughs> it could be worse. He could be a
0: football coach and learned his uh, his plays from Madden. So there's always <laughs> yeah. there's always that. I remember. Uh, oh. I hear some of the guys that were my age that went to Wesley and their head coach at times. That that's how he said he learned plays. Whether or not oh, that's dude. true or not, I well, mean, I think you. I think he was fired the next year. So, I think I might know who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and because I remember for sure, Ben yeah. Ben Hammond telling me that story all the time. And was like, man, and he, this is this is the guy that's supposed to be coaching you guys as the head coach,
2: dude. Yeah, I mean they you base you're basically a volunteer if you coach there and so the sometimes the people they get are just not who great. knows what you're gonna end up yeah. with <laughs> oh man For so sure. back on the training a little bit what
0: kind of hmm? people are you training now is it are you training a lot of i know you said you're doing a lot of stuff with tennis right now but is that all yeah. you get a lot of tennis athletes coming in doing like strength training or
2: is it not a ton uh i just More. have one one tennis plate like one full-time tennis player that i train and she's she's a senior this year her name's maddie shelley and she'll go play d2 somewhere uh she is actually rehabbing like a really weird nerve injury like in her elbow and wrist you know like started in her elbow but yeah the nature of nerves i feel like like you definitely need your elbow to play tennis <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Elbow down, elbow down. <laughs> That's for all the best sports are played. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she's she's a great, she's a great client. Uh, really works hard, takes everything seriously. But outside that, actually, I, I'm training my. I know Sean's going to get a kick out of this, but I'm training oh. my dad um, oh. because he is super into pickleball now. Oh, really? And so <laughs> yeah,
1: awesome.
2: And we've actually gone to we're going to another tournament in a couple of weeks, but we went to one tournament in Branson last week. i so I'm pretty into it as well. Yeah. So we went to a tournament in Branson last month. We've got one in Fort Smith here this weekend and yeah, he's just super into it. Like, oh, uh, wow. like they bought a new, they bought a house. They moved like this past week and he got a house with like five acres so he can put a pickleball court in. Oh, and nice. Yeah, like he's he's so into it. So I've been training oh. him for that, and uh, my brother's super into it as well. So I'm training my brother. How um, old's little Will now? Will is freak. He's, gonna I be think
0: like he's four, twelve. Three. Oh wow. Yeah, he's twelve.
2: <laughs> he's in seventh grade. I think he turns thirteen in his next yeah. birthday.
0: So it's so weird seeing all these people that were like little kids whenever we
2: were growing up, or whenever we for were sure. in high school, and now they're in high school. It's like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sometimes <laughs> I see kids like around town that i'm like it's like you recognize them but you you definitely have no idea who they are but, but it's like i bet that was somebody that was like in a diaper at adams when we were oh I know. you know running around something like yeah. that yeah it's well, crazy
0: it's like uh, in cooper's class i guess cooper's a mm. sophomore now but they've got like yeah. david castillo and i remember seeing him like they'd come out like friday nights and they'd like let the high, little kids like uh stand outside where our little entrance was and give us high fives and ran out on the field and he was, like, in first grade whenever I was in high school. And now he's, yeah. like, he's on, like, Team USA. And he's, like, a top, like, top 20 Jeez. player in the nation.
2: And he's, like, a five-star basketball recruit. It's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't know. I remember hearing about that kid. Uh, yeah. That, like, he was going to be super good. But, <laughs> yeah. man, that's that's wild. Oh, I know. That's a uh, whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, so, you also started a fitness blog. How's that going? I did, yeah. Uh, it's going well. I actually finished the second one tonight like i oh, was okay. working on that before we called so i'll be posting that later oh, yeah okay. i'm hoping to kind of i'm actually going to rebrand i'm going to move away from the row fitness and turn it into e78 fitness oh well or well, we have
0: openings on the the pod if you'd like to be a presenting or be a sponsor
2: dude i i think i will yeah <laughs> you, yeah you yeah. want
0: to you want to give your plug you can this is we've decided we're going to call this coach's corner so i mean there's nothing really <laughs> better than uh like coaches and like
2: athletic training or like (laughs) training so plug your stuff right now baby yeah yeah all right all right here's a little plug yeah e78 fitness performance listen here zach row minds is going to take care of all your fitness performance needs it doesn't matter if you're it doesn't matter if you're tyreek hill it doesn't matter if you haven't rolled off a couch in three months (laughs) hit me up i can give you online training plans we can do in-person training that's $40 a session or $400 prepaid for 12. It's a great deal. Really, you're not going to find a better deal than that anywhere around the country for personal training, especially from somebody with two specialist certifications, insured, CPR, AED certified, E78 fitness performance. That's where it's at.
0: Wow. Love it. Dude, that's what's
2: crazy. <laughs> so I, uh,
0: I, it was about a year ago whenever I moved here and I was looking for a gym to go to. So I ended mm-hmm. up just settling LA fitness. Well, they had they had randomly called me one day, and I wasn't even thinking anything about it. The guy's like, "Hey, would you like to uh, set up a time where we can talk?" He made it sound like they do it for every single member, but he like scammed me and oh, almost no. almost signing up for like twelve sessions that were gonna cost me like five hundred dollars. And mm-hmm. he like gets to it, and he's like, so what?" Or he's like, "We've got this payment. It's so, like, how do you want to pay today?" And I'm like. I'm just here for the $30 a month. Like, can I just come work out? <laughs> yeah, for like, sure. His, his mood changed so much. And he was like, so what? Like, why don't you want to do it? And I'm like, because I can, like, I can work out on my own and stay in shape. And, like, it's like, I know I need to cut back. I don't know if i to stop drinking so much beer.
2: So <laughs> yeah, I'll lo- I'd lose my belly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll pay you 40 <laughs> an hour to knock the beer out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and,
0: and he was like, he's like, honestly, like, when you think about it, that's just like, that's like five less meals a week uh eating out where you're just eating a home-cooked meal that'll add up over time and it's like i'm like yeah i'm not gonna spend five hundred dollars on that
2: oh yeah that's crazy i feel i feel i couldn't do that like working at a commercial gym where you got a call and like oh basically you're an insurance salesman you know i just couldn't do that and that is something i struggle with the most with my business as it is i hate like having to be a salesman about selling things yeah exactly i need to get better at that but uh yeah i don't know how those guys do that and yeah they have to charge something i'm trying to go talk to the y so i have a better gym to train people in right now i just occasionally i use the hillcrest gym Uh, but i pretty much do everything with like plyometrics body weight oh yeah okay can you not uh i didn't know if maybe you were doing it at extreme or not or i'm guessing (laughs) they they probably frown upon other people coming in and training people (laughs) well that is the thing so that's what makes it tough on, on personal trainers is that you go to extreme and they'll be like, they want to cut, you know, see, they, a lot of times they set their own rates anyway. So you can't even set your own rates. You can't give the specials that you want to give. Mm -hmm. And even if you can, they'll be like, yeah, we're taking at least half of that. And it's like, dude, there's no way I'm not killing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I paid for these certifications. I studied, I still study, you know, like I was telling my dad the other day, I watch a lot of tennis, but it's, I I enjoy it. I love watching yeah. tennis, but that's like watching film for me. You know, it's it's like listening to you and Easton talk football. Like you guys are paying attention to more than just like flipping the yeah. game on TV type of thing and So anyway, like that's kind of work. And anyway, you don't do all that stuff for somebody to like take half of it. Oh, I know, yeah. So, good. but it is their facility, you know, they have overhead mm-hmm. to pay, but what yes. I don't get is like at Extreme when I was working there the first time, he wanted me to like The person had to sign up for a membership, and then he was still taking eighty percent. Eighty percent, yeah, yeah, dude, it it was wild. How many personal trainers do they have there? Well, now none. Just, just just their son Corey does it now, but uh, and then Kelly. So their family. But yeah, they can't keep any personal trainers there for that reason. Wow, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it makes you wonder how
0: do how do people like make it big and be able where they can have their own gym. It's just there's a lot of it just like a money thing like they they lucked into money or
2: yeah they... so it's it, it, you so get again. investors you have a, a you know like a family member so you know mm-hmm. like the guy that ran the gym and I went to a super badass gym in, in searcy when I was going mm-hmm. to Harding and uh, I know his dad was like a finance guy in the Kansas City area I imagine he was I think he worked I know he worked with the Cote brothers some I think so he's a big shot finance guy so oh, i think that
0: okay.
2: he kind of helped ryan one get some cash and two yeah. figure out how to but ryan was really smart about it all across that gym they had posters of local businesses and like papa john's oh it was like, yeah rhino fit, fitness members get 10 percent off pizzas and he was uh, really smart with networking yeah so you've just got to be you got to get a plan in place and then do the footwork to actually yeah. get those deals and, and kind of get some cash flow. But yeah. that's something I, I'm looking I'm into doing go, okay. in the future. Okay. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. One of my
0: pet peeves with it, like just commercial gyms, just any gym in general for the most part is uh-huh. they cater so much to people with just like machine weights. Like I understand like those are necessary, but I hate going to a gym where it seems like everything's machines and Jones racks. Like I just would love to have the standard, like, if I could walk into a gym and it basically be like a weight room, that was sure. that would get me hard every time that I <laughs> yeah, walk in dude, there. definitely. I know. Like you like, walk in, you got the squat rack there. You've got the you got the platform that it's on. You got the bench you can roll off to the side. Like I had like the most fun working out whenever I was at OU because they had that. If you could like yep. get one um they were always so busy but yeah yeah exactly it's like if they just had like a line of those have like just a big indoor facility and you could have Mm -hmm. like turf and stuff where you could train and do like bodyweight stuff do like sleds whatever you wanted to do yeah and then have have obviously have like your treadmills and your machines and then here you are it's like a hundred million dollar
2: gym but it's badass right right well no but you're completely right and i'm kind of i'm hoping to I know there's some facilities kind of like that in Tulsa, like with the turf and, you know, it's geared towards kind of more athletic training and powerlifting, things like that. Yeah. But I don't know about Owasso. And, you know, I think there could, there's nothing even close to that in Bartlesville, except oh, no. maybe like peak performance. And it's like a, a hallway, you know, almost. Yeah. That um,
0: those type of gyms, they flirt the line, I feel like, too much. With being CrossFit gyms, and that's not what I exactly. want at all. Exactly, like
2: you, you have one extreme
0: or the other, and like CrossFit, it's like, eh, it's okay, but I hate. I don't know how it is now, but I guess it used to be where it was basically you went to a class almost, and you were doing the exact same workout as a million other people. Exactly, so I, I don't, I don't like being together with other people. Yeah. And, doing workouts yeah. and
2: even if they have have an option where, like, you could go in and do your own thing, well, that's great. But there's 15 people in a CrossFit class running around like chickens with their heads caught off doing circuits exactly. that are in your way. And so it, I think there's a demand for that in Northeast Oklahoma. It'd be really cool if I could find some land and, like, borderline splitting the difference. But even like in Collinsville, where people oh, from Carlesville yeah. could commute, and then you get Owasso people. I think oh, that there could be a, yeah. a good demand for that. So, just, we'll see just, what the future is. Put it right see.
1: across from that quick
0: trip in SkyTuck. You've got a sure. perfect, perfect location. <laughs> <right there. laughs> no
2: kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for real. Right off the highway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be incredible. Well, I guess yep. uh,
0: we should talk a little bit of fantasy. This is a fancy football Yes, we should. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, I saw it. It's kind of crazy. The The two worst teams in the league last year, starting off pretty
2: strong, you had,
0: you were the fourth yeah. highest scoring team in the league. So, we're, yeah,
2: starting off, it, we're starting off strong, baby. For sure, yeah, we are. We are, and you know the production. The uh, sorry, the projections. They usually don't mean much, but I think this is. And oh, dude, I my saw projections are this, this week. Yeah, yeah. You're so I think what one twenty eight against Scott. Yeah, yeah, and then Scott's I think the second highest projection. Yeah, one twenty six. Yeah. So that should be a nail biter, but yeah. you know, you just never know. Yeah. I mean, last year. It was like – I don't know at the end of the season. I might have had one guy in my starting lineup at the end of the season that started in week one. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's just how it goes. <laughs> it was just sometimes. that rough, It was yeah. brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Between – it's so easy to just not nail a draft by guys you think you're going to do good and they just don't get used by the team like they did the year before. For sure. Yep. Like, uh, trying to think. There was a guy drafted in – might have been this league, honestly. Miles Gaskin. And last hmm. year he was uh, like a top ten running back. So drafting he's like, Oh, he's gonna have a good year and he's like already said that they're gonna be using like a running back by committee, and that's like the worst thing to hear. Oh yeah, if you draft yeah, yeah. somebody. For luckily sure. I luckily I've got other guys on my bench, so I was I made yeah.
2: it a I made it a point to hammer the running backs this year. Dude, I think that yeah, that's like so crucial because they're the ones that get hurt. And- oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they just – Plus them getting the catches on top of the rush yards. Like, the rush yards are going to come. Sure. But it's like if they don't
0: use them in the, out of the backfield, then they're going to nosedive. But yeah. uh, how do you uh, – what are your biggest strengths and
2: weaknesses you feel this year with your team? You got any
0: hmm.
2: – who, who's going to be the bad boys MVP? The bad boys MVP, you know, if if he's healthy, it's going to be C-Mac. I mean, oh, yeah. he's, just an, he's just a machine. Absolutely. Um, so he's definitely the MVP. You know, I will say I'm a little concerned about my depth. I did feel like I got lucky. I got Robert Woods kind of late. Um, oh, yeah. And he's super reliable. You know, so I like having Ooh. him there. Um, and Especially we'll see what Brandon Stafford Cooks. Too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Stafford looked great last week. Speaking of, I'm, I'm excited to watch him in a new season. Oh,
0: yeah. he I think it. He's definitely going to take the the Rams to new heights. It's mm. amazing how how bad that Jared Goff
2: was, and they were still able to oh. be good. Rest in peace, Lions. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, they have no shot with him out mm. there. But I loved your uh, Najee Harris. pick. I was so upset whenever you drafted him because I think
1: you were picking yeah.
0: right in front of me. I was going to take him right then, but he didn't have the greatest week last week. But I mean he was on the field for literally every single offensive snap they had. So
2: Man. his points will come. It's just a matter yeah. of time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so we'll just see. You know, it, it always comes down to health. You know, oh, right? yeah. I generally feel like whoever struggles with injury the most, they they come last in the oh, league, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just how it goes. And uh, I don't know, some of that's maybe figuring out the waiver wire fast. Like last last season I was slow to the waiver wire a couple of times yeah. and that kind of that dug my grave, you know. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, I feel that. Um, so anyway, we'll see. But yeah, who's, um, who's your MVP this year? I don't know, man. It's probably gonna be Kyler Murray.
0: Yeah, Kyler Murray or Dalvin Cook. Um, I think Kyler's gonna have a big year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was, I would have to say probably Kyler, just because he's got a chance to put up thirty each week. So. Yep. Plus, getting them in the third round over overdraft them in the first, like uh, like Garrick did, that was that was <laughs> yeah. a big plus. We're always this is an anti Garrick podcast, we're gonna <laughs> trash him until they die
1: for and, sure, and, and
0: until he squashes that narrative for good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Oh man, well, but yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else. Is there anything you want to? You want to bring up on the pod? You want to talk about the Cowboys or
2: Wu-Pig Sui? I know you're (laughs) a little bit of both those fans. Uh, Yeah, I am. You know, I like to root for both of them. Uh, But there's nothing for me to say. I am – I mean, uh, what am I going to say about Oklahoma State? Even if they – they're just not good. And I have no faith in Gundy. Haven't for three or four years now. I think he's incredibly average. He's super lukewarm. If – Stillwater had any chance of getting a better coach they'd fire him in an instant but they know they don't so he's yeah. just gonna stay around until, until i don't know i guess until yeah because hey. it's like you just... know it was a it was a horrible sign when he had that opportunity with tennessee and it's i don't even know that he flew out there and oh, that just yeah. told everyone that he's not a coach that's interested in like doing anything difficult you know he's yeah. just so, so he's all...
0: complacent yeah, he's he's happy at his alma mater where he's got the job security. Especially did they did Oklahoma State get a new athletic director? I know, you know for it,
2: The longest time him and their
0: athletic director hated each other.
2: It which seemed are, like
0: they might have, but I don't
2: know. But, I don't know. I yeah, I, I truthfully I don't really follow them that closely. Yeah. It's one of those um, things are if you're not a if you're not a blue blood in college football, it yeah. makes it
0: to where you basically have to luck out into getting like a Matt Campbell type that you luck out and he gets to stay for ever, unless you find for a great sure. coach that like was your alma mater and like go yeah. to their alma models or dream job. But exactly. Yeah. But,
2: but yeah, I'll, uh, I can get behind the woo pig for one week cause F Texas. So yeah. F Texas, man. I mean, that's one thing that I think everybody in the group can pretty much agree on. And um, you know, the, the Razorbacks have been so pathetic the last couple of years that it's good to see him. Get, I don't, don't know. Exa- yeah. And just being with my family, being from Arkansas and then living there a couple of years, meeting a lot of Razorback fans at Harding and everything. I'm happy for them. I really am. Cause that was a huge game. The biggest game they've had in Fayetteville in a long time. And they look good. You know, they looked like a pretty good team out there. So that was right. exciting.
0: Yeah, they, did. Now, they, they don't look like the Arkansas teams of old. That's for sure. They, <laughs> no. they But they like, they look like they compete in it. At least, at the very least, he can compete in the SEC. They've got, like, the yeah. body profiles of those guys. They actually – like, all those guys look big now. Most Before they were starting Man. out guys that looked like they barely belonged to KU, which – For sure. I'm sure. yeah. <laughs> saying a lot.
2: But. That is, yeah. And, uh, you know, I know that defense has been their main problem the last couple of years, so this isn't relevant to that. But that running back they have, that switch from wide receiver,
0: Oh, he massive.
2: Was, yeah, he looked like a stud. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm excited to watch him. Uh, just because he had some really exciting plays. Yeah. But I, I, I'll leave with this one note. I kind of wanted to interject on the Caleb and Clay drama a little bit. Oh, go for it. You know, I, I thought that Caleb made a really good point. That it's kind of stupid that the kickers can earn as many points as the running backs who are out there beating their bodies up. And it's just, it's just subjectively more difficult. So I thought that was a really good point. And it, it speaks to this point that nobody's watching what makes fantasy football fun, the reason I still do it, is because I like watching football, and it just adds a little extra entertainment to watching the games.
0: Oh, 100%. I'm not, out,
2: I'm not tuning in to watch kickers. No, not at I all. I want to watch the skill players get it done out there. And so I, I think that the, the kicker point system is flawed. I I, I got to err on the side of Caleb on that one.
0: There's there's but definitely room I,
2: for reform. There is. There is room for reform when it comes to the kicker scoring scoring scheme. They just get too many for those long kicks. You know that they, uh, they practice it all day. Um, they so try I don't out know there three
0: it three times and get fifteen points. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just don't think it should happen. I don't but, think it should happen. Oh, I could. I see the arguments. That's a that's something you can bring up at the league offices next year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'll do. Yeah, I'll, I'll start drafting my email now. I'll get my secretary yeah. on that. Those email
0: lines are always open. Mm. But uh,
2: anyways, yeah. it
0: was uh, great to have you on the show. It was, uh, it was a shame Easton couldn't join us, but he's For got sure he's got bigger things to worry about. I guess. Man, like, yeah, golf tournament tomorrow. Is that what he said? Little... yeah, yeah, a little Man. golf tournament tomorrow. I'm actually. I'm flying down there tomorrow. Uh, I'm going oh, really? to the am going to the Nebraska game tomorrow, and then me and my dad are oh. uh, heading out to Colorado right after to go do some elk hunting.
2: So sweet, yeah. I think uh, well Merlin and Garrett just got back from some yeah, elk hunting, didn't they? Yeah, that's what he was telling us on. I think whenever he was on the the massive two-hour pod that we were <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Seth, we still got. We should got an hour and a half to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
0: hey, this is the, I think this is the longest uh, the longest seg personal segment we've done. So
2: yeah. You, you well, you know, I, yeah, I just had to stand in for Easton, you know. Oh yeah. Got no, on. you got you guys do such a good job. I uh, Oh, we appreciate it. we are definitely eat. go
0: ahead. Oh, I was gonna say we're definitely on a better hot streak this year. We've we've made it what, three
2: weeks without missing an episode. I, I think we made yeah. it two weeks last week, so last year. So no, yeah. And they've been great. I really like listening to them. Uh, it's been a long time coming, hopping on it, and uh, hopefully I can do it, yeah. do it again sometime later yeah. this season once we get a little once we get a little league drama going. And oh, I can't wait! There's more to talk about, man. It's gonna be good stuff. I'm excited. Got, got an extra week
0: in the season. We've got plenty of time. To, that's right. To to get the fans what they want to see. So that's right.
2: It's all about the fans. We love you guys for it. Oh yeah.
0: All right. Well. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll uh, I'll I'll talk to you later. And it was good to have you on. Uh, good All right. luck in fantasy, and good luck with the with the wife and the, the future little baby. Your little creature. Thanks, bro. Oh, That's yeah, no
1: right, problem.
2: the little creature emerging soon. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! For sure. Bro. Well, I appreciate it, man. Take yeah, it man. easy. Love you, bro. All right, see you, I love you too. All right, bye.
0: bye. That's a wrap, folks. Uh, episode 3 of Season 3 is in the books of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. As always, we're presented by WTH Cattle Company. Uh, we love having them on board. And
2: you guys heard it here
0: first. We've got another sponsor. Coach's Corner is now going to be brought to you guys by E78 Fitness. We appreciate you jumping on board, Zach. We loved having you on the show today. And we've got a lot of big things planned on the podcast in the future. And we hope you guys stick around for them. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the pod, and till next week, may your fantasy dreams become reality.
1: Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bay, all of those tourists covered in oil.
0: i in my sixth string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp, hey, they're beginning to boil Wasted away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker of Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's nobody's fault.